0: This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday.
1: Max, everybody on Twitter was saying, ha ha, see, Kershaw's a really good playoff pitcher. We just
0: didn't know for all these years. What was it? Was there an asterisk next to a 61 previously? Is it going to be an asterisk next to a 60? Yes. Is, is, is that what we're going to see now? Right.
1: The Dodgers <laughs> get the training wheel season.
0: Uh, hey, listen, it worked, for, it worked for LeBron getting through that bubble. It's, it's going to work for Kershaw to finally get his uh, first world. So you know what's going to happen, though? Like, honestly, in true Dodger fashion, I'm sure this is going to happen. They're going to try it out, Kershaw, and uh, they're just going to get shelled. Like, they're going to want Kershaw to have the ball in, in the final game. They're just going to a- absolutely get shelled uh, in game four. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and then that's when Tampa mounts a, a four-straight-win comeback and wins the series. But listen, man, uh, the, the Dodgers, they built themselves – to, to win in in this shortened season, I'm well. I'm they built themselves to win in a longer season too. Uh, don't don't discount the fact that they added fucking Mookie Betts to their team. Um, they're doing this without David Price as well. They they traded for Price, which is probably for their benefit because imagine having Kershaw and Price in October on your team. I mm. think that that would just be awful. <laughs> What's going on, Panther?
2: uh you know just all by myself out here on this island everybody wants the value of the Rays but winning is such a beautiful thing but uh yeah Kershaw no pressure pitch the gem, and uh the, those sticks man I don't know how the Rays are going to keep up with those sticks I kind of set that number at five I think the winner is going to have to get the five runs uh each game and I just don't know how the Rays can consistently get there so We'll see what happens. Tonight's pitching is going to be pretty interesting for the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, it will be.
3: Richard? Yeah, it was a good game for me as well because I really wasn't on either side. I had mm-hmm. to get an uh, email from Arch. Which side did you like again? Um, so I, I did lean lefty on your on your island, Panther. But you know, my thing was the over yesterday, and they came in pretty quick. I, I think I said on the fifth inning that we might be sitting back or the game be over already, but it was the sixth inning. So I'll take it.
1: Fritz, the sixth inning. It's like you don't even know what you're talking about. I don't. <laughs> and, but yeah, it's interesting. The they're, they're trying to change the narrative, or at least the Dodger fans are changing the narrative. I was seeing so many tweets last night about that, about Kershaw. And I just always go back to what Belichick says. You are what your record says you are.
0: He's Mr. October. He's <laughs> Mr. October, this Clayton Kershaw. Uh, at the end of the day, if he walks away with a World Series... I can't say it's not deserved for all of his hall of fame yeah. career that he had in the regular season. Oh, I have no doubt. I mean, good for him for being in the playoffs all those times and finally winning one. Um but really uh, when you have that payroll of the Dodgers you just you find adding any player. I mean, Mookie Betts was arguably what, top 3 best player in the league mm-hmm. when he was on Boston. Uh, so Sure, you know we'll just add him in. Why not? I mean, it's not working for the counterparts in in, in Anaheim. They keep just adding salary and just the wrong salary. <laughs> At least the Dodgers, they're, they're they've been adding some good salary to, to their books. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I feel off about celebrating a 60 game season as as a win because the whole thing about baseball is that it's a 162 game gauntlet, and that you're trying to survive that, and then get get into the playoffs red hot. Uh, sixty games is a sneeze to these teams. You know, it's just oh, like whatever.
1: We don't um, talk about symptoms, Max.
0: Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. This is a, a, a very uh, so. It's almost like saying the Redskins on the air. Oh, can't shit. Talk about sneezes. <laughs> sneezes anymore.
2: You know, and you know the interesting thing. You bring that up, it makes you wonder if the regular season number could be in jeopardy if they're going to reduce that because Manfred came out yesterday and said he's in favor of keeping the expanded playoffs. They're going to look at. Uh, keeping that moving future with a full season. So now you got to kind of wonder what a full season looks like. Or are we going to have November baseball in the future?
3: I'm not so opposed to these short seasons this year. I think in light of COVID and everything, I'm it, it was the leagues had to do with what they had. So I, I'm not so quick to asterisk anybody this year. If it were a strike short in season or something along those lines, then I would be in a total agreement. But, you know, I think that these leagues all took a lot of risk to get back out there and play again, and the NHL probably cited a big relief when it was over. the nBA, I'm sure, did the same thing, and baseball's about to get their chance to exhale, and you know now the focus is going to be on the nFL so I, I'm not so opposed to it. and if Kershaw gets one, he gets one he's he's put in the work, no doubt and uh, to get to you know to, I can't say anybody ever deserves anything, but he's put in the work to put himself in a position to get
1: one, all right. Well, we've spent the last the last five minutes kind of for burying the Rays, kind of. So let's get to it. Let's let's see if they have a chance today. Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, LA opened up minus one forty seven. They're minus one forty now.
0: Yeah, my soft spot for the Rays has been costing me money lately. They're they're one in four over their last five games with a minus eight run differential in that span. That seems like something that doesn't seem possible in the playoffs. But yet, here it is. It's the Rays heading into the World Series, technically slumping. But I'm not ready to fade them just yet. I'm going to go down with the ship. Uh, They were absolutely whack yesterday. We just talked about that. Blanked by Mr. October, Clayton Kershaw. I just don't think they're going to be phased by it. I think they're going to turn around, and they're going to treat this as another game. And that's what the Rays do. Uh, It's Blake Snell versus Tony Gonsolin and hopefully we'll see Snell that that he's looked dominant in a couple of games in the postseason uh that first game against the Astros he was unhittable uh second game against the Astros not so much uh that game against the Yankees I think he he almost got uh, on the 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 injured list because his neck kept craning backwards after all the hits <laughs> that the Yankees were doing to him but Gonsolin, he, you know he he can be hit too and I think Panther Panther was right. The Rays are going to need to score some runs. It's something they haven't been able to do for almost a week now. That's not good. The Dodgers, again, they sneeze runs. Achoo. Achoo. Uh, And the Rays have to put up some runs to, to be able to compete here. So the value is actually not there for me to confidently bet the Rays, but I've mentioned this before. If you're listening to this show, it is a sports betting podcast. And I cannot afford to be a professional leaner on the air. So I will do it. I maybe I'll be on the Island by myself today. I will bet the Tampa Bay Rays.
2: Today's going to be an interesting day for the Dodgers. Um, you You go back and look at the previous series. Gonsolin actually had to come in and rescue Dustin May and how poorly he pitched in game seven. So Gonsolin pitched two innings just a couple days ago. So I'm anticipating, I don't know by any stretch, but I'm anticipating this could turn into a bullpen game for the Dodgers where where Gonsolin's going to be not necessarily on a pitch count, but they're going to be watching him, his performance, and, and how he does because he did just pitch a couple days ago. Um, but like Max said, you can get to Blake Snell, and it's murderer's row up and down that Dodger lineup. And as long as I don't think pitching in this series is going to be – as dominant as it's been in some other series that runs are going to be at a premium and, and their teams are going to put up some numbers. I just, at, for this game here, I'm going to come off them. I'm going to come off the Dodgers, but probably not to Charlie Morton pitches. Um, but tonight I still think the Dodgers can get to Blake Snell. Uh, they, they were just crushing the ball. They've been on fire since they wrapped up that series with the Braves. So I'm on the Dodgers again. I'm going to bet them.
3: If the Tampa Bay Rays are going to find themselves tied in this series after today, uh, it's going to be because they their bats do come alive, and tonight's a night for them to come alive. Uh, Goslin has not pitched well in his first two starts in in his uh, career in the playoffs. I expect you're going to see Tampa's bats come alive. They're going to get back in this series. Snell has pitched pretty well in the playoffs. So the Yankees are 17-6 and six against left-handed hitting, so I'm, I think they'll get theirs too. But I think they have the pitching advantage tonight on the Tampa side of the field. I'm going to, uh, you know, it is a professional sports betting podcast. I'm going to bet the Tampa Bay Rays.
1: I, yeah, this is it, man. This is their best chance I think they're going to have to take a game, right, at least, you know, for a while. So, yeah, I'm going to bet the Rays too. I, I've got them almost winning the game. Almost. So, yeah, I'm going to bet Tampa Bay plus the 120. Rich, while we're here, do you have a t- uh, total on this one? It's eight. I feel like
3: it's probably going to you know, go back to the oversight again, but I think a lot of it could depend on Tampa. And since a lot of it could depend on Tampa, I, I'm not as confident as I was yesterday. I'll lean the over just because I think that uh, the Rays will join the hitting parade today and the Dodgers will still get theirs. So I'll lean the over, but I, I'm not as confident today as I was yesterday.
0: Gotcha. I, I'm, yeah, I'm once again on the under. I think if the Rays have a chance to win a game, they, they, I think it has to be under. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, and, and looking at where the, uh, the, the money and the public are coming on, you can imagine overwhelmingly amount of public is coming in on the over. Right, because uh, I saw that yesterday. Yeah, yeah a lot, they, they, That's it. That's public's minds. Uh, the Sharps are hitting the under, though. Significantly, so uh, I I like being on that battle where I'm against the public with the sharps. So uh, I'll lean the under there.
2: Uh, maybe I'll be on an island, I don't know. But uh, look, I I maintain that it's going to take five runs or more to win each one of these games, and it wouldn't surprise me if this was a five four game or higher, six four, something like that. So, um, I'm sticking with the over probably for the whole damn series.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go the under here too. I I think it is going to stay, you know. Eight or less. It's kind of what I'm, I'm at. I, I fear the push is coming, though. <laughs> that's for sure. All right. So that's it. Normally, normally we would just wrap this shit up after 11 you want minutes. Me to?
0: I mean, you said that's it. I'll, I'll, just, oh, I'll start well, going. Yeah. Yeah, if you want me to? I'll just start, yeah.
1: But because you know we're winding down with all this corona stacking sports, we're actually going to keep it here and we're going to talk fantasy football. So, Rich. We'll just start it like we normally do. How'd you do last week? Uh, I, ca- I cashed last week, but I think I should turn that question around.
3: And how did you do last week? First place, baby. Number one. Yeah, off of our picks. I, that was when you finally became my friend. Thank right. you. I, uh, I saw your value finally, Rich. Finally. Some value. <laughs> now, if you can only
1: pass that along to the missus, that would be great. Look, uh-uh. really, he does have some value. Just play his fantasy picks. There you go. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, well done, man. I finished first place by a, a nice margin too, and I came in the money in a you know in a much bigger you know I threw some money into a three dollar tournament too, and and, and still came in in the money with a lot of players. Yeah, well I went
3: into the million-dollar pool of uh, DraftKings and won $100. So, I mean, I was close Same. to the top. But the winner and I shared, I think, like five of eight players. I just was a little bit different on uh, three of them. So I, hopefully this week I get the three. But the problem a lot of times, as is, is you and I have talked about, is that when you're facing people with 177 sheets in <laughs> and you have one, they have 176 chances of uh, having one of them that are better than yours. No doubt. Panther, how'd you come out last week?
2: Can't find the mute button. Um I uh I don't get in the Landers million dollar pools that you guys get into. I get into uh I don't even know what the top prize was, but I did win uh seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but that but I think there was like uh I don't know three hundred thousand contestants or whatever in, in that particular pool. But um the big takeaway, and this is where Max and I are, are in we I think we almost share like the same lineups. Um but I was duped by Aaron Rodgers and his piss poor performance in my fantasy uh team, my actual team, and I lost that week because of Aaron freaking Rodgers.
1: Max, you overcame your Aaron Rodgers handicap, right?
0: Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it was it was a garbage touchdown uh uh by, by Richie Richie's boy on the Cowboys that that Sealed the deal for me and and I end up winning by a couple of points there. Yeah, I, I was down big going into that one, but uh Kelsey came up big. You were you were messaging me every single time Kelsey was in the red zone and, and was was about to score a touchdown. Hilaire and possibly his his last hurrah for <laughs> me uh came up super big. Um, but yeah, I I know Panthers in a league where you get uh, I guess negative points for pick sixes. I, I fortunately I just got the interception. I got the minus two for for the interception. Um and uh, ended up with a plus eight points, whopping eight points with Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, I was I was lucky. Um, Ty- Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes—that that's who the my opponent had coupled up. And Tyreek Hill had a quiet game, and Mahomes actually didn't hit his expected number. So uh, I came out with the win. I am I'm like the Bears here, or I'm I'm like the Packers, I'm, I'm the the Seahawks. I'm, I'm one of those teams. I, I'm five and one in my league. And I can feel the bottom is about to drop out. I'm looking at my lineup this week. and I'm like, how the hell have I won games? This is just awful. I am the biggest fraud in my fantasy. Like I I am the Green Bay Packers. I really am the Green Bay Packers of my fantasy league. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I should just rename myself the Packers because that's how bad and fraudulent I am. So, yes, I am a fraud, but if you want to avoid being a fraud as it pertains to sports betting, you can head over to mybookie.ag. Sign up now using the promo code AbsoluteDGen. You can claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That means if you like the Green Bay frauds this week to bounce back against the Texans, you can place a bet on them. And if you lose, just bet them again with the deposit match MyBookie will give you. That is MyBookie.ag, promo code AbsoluteDGen. Help us keep the lights on around here. And now, back to your regularly scheduled degeneracy. All
1: right. Well, Rich, it's time to help Max out. Who do we like this week in fantasy football? Well, you know I'm a big fan of stacking. So one of the
3: things that my, my, my number one stack this week is Matthew Stafford, because you also know I'm a fan of value. But I have Matthew Stafford listed as my third quarterback this week so if you're going to take matthew stafford then you got to match him up with one of two people either tj Hawkinson, the tight end or the person i would uh, pers- uh prefer and that is kenny galladay so i'm going to start with stafford
1: and kenny galladay and then uh work from there nice panther i know you're not a big fan of the stacks necessarily but who do you like
2: I, you know, I'm not a big fan, but Stafford and Galladay, I'm really starting to think that Rich has a man crush on Galladay because his name comes up every single week. But I'm in agreement with him for, for those two. Atlantic is up 345 yards per game passing. So there's, there's definitely some value, and it's more of a value play. But I think the top combination that you might need to borrow money from Matt.
0: Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today.
4: The
2: top combination this week 's got to be Kyler Murray and um, Hopkins, but you know going against the Seahawks, but you are going to spend so much money if you do that you 've got to find some value somewhere else. But I think the biggest combination of points out there is probably Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins.
0: I'm. I'm. Listen. I'm loving everything you guys are saying because Galladay at I'm seeing six six seven hundred or seventy six hundred depending on whether you're using uh, DraftKings or FanDuel uh, is one of my wide receiver value plays. But my looking at the stacks here, I like what you're saying about Kyler Murray. But instead of putting him with Hopkins, I would pair him up with Christian Kirk instead because I think you're going to spend a lot less on Kirk g- getting him as a value play. And he's going to shred that Seahawks secondary. So if they start trying to team up on Hopkins, I think Kirk's going to get a lot of excellent looks this week and just beat the hell up on Seattle.
2: I would hope so, but look... I can't get Kyler Murray to look another direction. The thing Christian Kirk last week had two catches, two touchdowns. Uh, I'm a volume guy. I don't know how rich feels about this, but I, when I'm looking at these guys, I just go at targets. If if you're getting 12, 15 targets, some, you know, like Hopkins does, you're going to bring in some catches. I drafted Christian Kirk and I end up waving him because he literally doesn't touch the ball.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm in agreement with, with you, Panther. I love the targets because if you are getting targets, they will translate into points. You know, we're talking about the Arizona side of that game, but the Seattle side of that game might offer just as much value in Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. I mean, you're going to spend a little bit more, well, more money because of the uh, Russell Wilson being $8,000. Uh, but I do have, and I think that you're right on this, Panther, This this particular week. I have two players I think that you have to have in your lineup because last week we started with, I, I said you know I don't normally do this uh, but I'm going to start my lineup with uh, Derrick Henry because you have a running back that's projected to score quarterback points. Well, this week I have a running back and a quarter and a wide receiver that are projected to score quarterback points. The wide receiver is DeAndre Hopkins and the running back is Aaron Jones. Hmm. So those are two players I'm putting in my lineup. I want to make sure that I get them in there. So that's why I stack Stafford because you get a little bit more value at the quarterback spot. So those are two must starts I think outside in the wide receiver and in the running back spot. What what, what do you see out there, Panther, as a must start?
2: Uh, I don't know if it's a must start, but I'm telling you for some value – um, with that Houston-Green Bay game, you're going to see some fireworks. You're going to see a lot of scoring. Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks are putting up monster numbers. Deshaun Watson is the number three quarterback in the NFL in yards thrown, and there's going to be a lot of yards thrown in this game against the Packers. So um, from the wide receiver standpoint, um, Will Fuller and now Brandon Cooks has actually seen uh, 23 I'm sorry, 27 targets in his last three games. Um, either one of these guys I really like to have in my lineup. Um, and then another guy that, well, you're going to hate this, Rich, but if you're looking for value at running back, I think you have to look at Antonio Gibson going against that Dallas defense. They're giving up 170 yards per game on the ground. Uh, there's not a lot to love about the, the Potato Skins uh, passing games. So I think Antonio Gibson, particularly from a value aspect, could put up some pretty solid numbers against that Dallas D. What do you think, Max?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always worried about when, when you have the running back by committee and, and cannibalizing on, on touches, but you're probably, you're probably right. Uh, l- looking at what you said about, um, uh, uh Deshaun Watson. I'm kicking myself in the ass. I traded Deshaun Watson in my fantasy league because I had full faith in Aaron Rodgers, and so I just traded, traded Watson. Um, but yeah, listen. I, th- I think you know they're at this point where where no Bill O'Brien. They're just wheeling and dealing out there in Houston. Um, one of the value guys that I I, I want to look at uh, running back wise is uh, DeAndre Swift for the Lions. It seems like they're they're moving. Away from Adrian Peterson, and that Falcons defense can be run on. We can be scored on. So uh, maybe, maybe uh, uh, Rich's love of the Lions recently is 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 seeping into my brain here. But DeAndre Swift looks like a nice play. I yeah, agree. I I agree. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Panther.
2: I I like DeAndre Swift. The only thing that's kind of had me off of him, there's a lot of value there because you can get him on the cheap. The only thing that just had me off of him a little bit was because I expect that game to be a lot of throwing. Atlanta scores a lot. They give up a lot of yards in the air. So I kind of thought... Stafford, like it's kind of hard to think Stafford and Galladay could have a huge day and DeAndre Swift can also have a huge day. So I was a little less on DeAndre Swift just because of the matchup, but um, he's definitely going to be their bell cow uh, as the season goes on and they look towards, you know, even next year in the future. Yeah,
3: I wanted to pick up on something you had said about uh, Brandon Cooks. Uh, Will Fuller I'm not such a big fan on because he can – well, I mean, you can say the same for Brandon Cooks as well. But Will Fuller can kind of come in and out of games, in and out of favor in the locker room. And some days, as you know personally, Panther, I think you said it cost you a game. He didn't score anything or doesn't score. So he can be sometimes big play dependent. Whereas I think Deshaun Watson, when he when he has trust in a wide receiver, like he had with DeAndre Hopkins, and it looks like that's what's building right now with Brandon Cooks, he'll throw that ball to that guy, much like uh, Kyle Murray, over and over and over and over and over again. And I can see that happening. And Brandon Cooks might not, uh, on your owner in your regular fantasy league, might not, uh, the owner of Brandon Cooks might not have recognized that yet. So I think he might be a great trade target if you need a wide receiver and you won't have to pay too much for him, hopefully. Um, another value running back I think they could have a pretty nice week this week. I have high in my rankings. I have in my lineup too, my sheet of integrity, is Kareem Hunt. I think you'll be able to run a little bit on Cincinnati, but it'll also catch a, a lot of... Uh, those little dump off passes from Joe Burrow. So I think you can get some, some uh, receiving yards, some uh, catch points and then good running. And then I think at the same time, you probably got a chance for him to score at least one, maybe two touchdowns.
2: I got two more guys. I want to talk about real quick before we go to our fades. Um, One of them can actually be included when we were talking about our stacks, Justin Herbert,
3: um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going
2: against going against Jacksonville's piss poor pass defense. You can team him up with Keenan Allen. Get both of those guys at a pretty fair price. But I, I look, Justin Herbert um, has gone over 300 yards three times already. Jacksonville's given up 275 uh, yards per game and 30 points per game. So I think Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen are a couple guys you could still look at if you if you like to stack players. And at the tight end, a lot of times we don't talk about tight end. You guys know how I feel about Darren Waller. But, look, if you're looking for a guy mildly on the cheap, Noah Font for the Broncos could have a huge game this week against those Chiefs um, who, who are prone to give up some over the middle. But, look, Denver's going to have to score more than 18 points like they did against the Patriots. So, if you're looking for a value play at tight end, I like Noah Font for Denver as well.
1: Uh, just uh, a the- word of warning real quick. I'm sorry, Max. Mm-hmm. Just a word. anybody looking at that Jacksonville-Chargers matchup, it's going significantly under the 49. Don't expect a lot of points in that game. I'm just going to tell you that now. That's
2: because okay. they don't expect Jacksonville to keep up.
1: <laughs> it's just not good. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 this is going under. I, actually, you know, and I would be very concerned about the uh, Green Bay-Houston game. I think it's probably going to go under the 56 and a half total points. So if you're, if you're, as, far as, just, as far as how I think the games are going to go total points, Detroit-Atlanta is the one I'd be zeroing in on. I think that's going to go over. So I think it's going to be, that's going to be the highest scoring game of the week. All right, sorry, Max. Go ahead.
0: No, no, I was uh, I was gonna say like I, I like uh, Herbert as value play. You, you know, I'm seeing him uh, 6400 at DraftKings. So uh, that that you know, again, if you're if you're and if you're gonna stack, as Panther said, I think that's the right play there. Uh, I, I like Arch's a uh, uh, you know methodology of looking at at the games that probably going to go over and i'm with him that detroit atlanta game i i'm liking so many people in that because hell i mean it's not a value play per se but matt ryan always throw him out there you know against this detroit team i think he can put up some points as well
3: agreed i think that um, when you look at justin herbert he also likes to throw to hunter henry and in the event because uh, keenan allen is uh you know he missed a lot of the last game i think he played the first Quarter, quarter and a half,
1: scored a touchdown, hurt himself, maybe spiking the ball. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we talked about who we like. So many different combos out there for you to take. You should have no problem filling 143 different sheets. Who do we hate? Who do you want to fade this week? I
3: think uh, a couple guys I'm looking at, you know, based upon Andy Dalton's performance, you got to be kind of a little careful with the Cowboys wide receivers. He targeted Michael, Gall- uh, I mean, he targeted, um, um, Oh, help me out here a little bit. He, CD Lamb Cooper, and, uh, C.D. Lamb Amari and Amari Cooper. He had targeted them both about 10, 11 times. He targeted his running back a lot, Zeke and Tony Pollard. But Michael Gallup kind of didn't get a lot of love, and neither did the tight end there. So I would definitely stay far, far away from Michael Gallup and, uh, the tight end. And Juju Smith Schuster seems to have fallen out of love, or Ben Roethlisberger seems to have fallen out of love with Juju. Uh, it's another guy that I would completely avoid this week um, in, in terms of two players that you might pay a little bit of money for that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay far, far away from.
2: Yeah. I'm, i might take some flack for this one, but uh, this week I'm not touching Derrick Henry. And the, the two reasons are one, you got to pay a fortune as he's the number one running back on the board. And two they're going against the number one rush defense and the Pittsburgh Steelers who give up 66 yards per game. Now it's, it's, it's really hard to say, Hey, you got paid Henry every put up 200 yards last week, but I, for what you got to pay, I don't like him this week. And I don't like anybody on the chiefs except maybe Travis Kelsey. You've got a short week. They're traveling to Denver. Le'Veon bell factors in and the Clyde Edwards hilarious scenario. Uh, Denver always plays these chiefs tough in Denver. So Look, unless it's Travis Kelsey, I'm pretty much fading all the Chiefs. Hmm.
0: I got three uh, fades on on my list, uh, starting off with, uh, sadly, my boy Jared Goff <laughs> going up against that Bears defense. Uh, he's going to have a rough day. Khalil Mack's going to get to him. Uh, wide receiver, uh, I mean, in theory, Julian Edelman has just dropped off the face of the earth anyway, but going against that Niners defense, I do not like him at all there. Uh, surprising one for me and I'd and, uh, like to hear you guys' opinion on this, is Kenyon Drake. Because he's coming off that big game, but Seattle can actually defend against the run. And I think if they can do one thing, they're going to try to limit Drake there. So I, I, I think a lot of people will be tempted to take Drake after that big week. But uh, to me, I'd probably fade him.
3: I would agree on the fading Drake because you can pass the ball a lot. I think he could get some yards there. Unfortunately, I had to stick him in my sheet of integrity because he offers the most points at the dollar amount that I had left because I spent a lot on the likes of Aaron Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. So I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong, (laughs) and and I think that uh, the 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 reason one of the reasons why teams the the Seattle defense looks good against the run is because they can't stop the pass and there's no need to run on them. So hopefully he catches a few balls that turn into points and can pan out there as well. So I, I think that I agree with both of you guys on your fate. I agree with you on the fate of Derrick Henry completely. I think he'll have a tougher game. He might need to make up for some of those points with catches. And from time to time, his hands can be a little little hard. Um, one guy to keep an eye on this week is Michael Thomas. What kind of rapport is he going to have with uh, with Drew Brees coming back after extended time off? I, I, I think Drew Brees has got a little bit of a liking now for Emmanuel Sanders. And – you might see Michael Thomas not get as many targets as he's used to.
2: Thomas is only going to factor in if you're in if you do the entire NFL and not a Sunday only, as the Saints and the Raiders go uh, Monday night. So um, uh, that that affects. Uh, I have Michael Thomas on my fantasy team, but as far as a daily fantasy, you're, you're probably not looking at uh, Saints or. Raiders. Um, But yeah, Michael Thomas, I think he, you know, for me, I'm looking forward to Michael Thomas coming back because maybe it'll rejuvenate Drew Brees because he's not looked himself since Michael Thomas has been injured. Maybe he'll um, start to throw the ball and be a little bit more confident out there. But man, Drew Brees has not looked well the last several weeks.
1: Almost looks like he should retire. (laughs) He's retired in his head. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He did. We we noticed that early on before the season even started. Yep. All right. So World Series and fantasy football. What the hell? Qu- interesting. <laughs> interesting day.
0: But this interesting day is over, Max. That is it. That is it. Support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts at the d shop. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com to do that. Make sure to download the DGEN's app for Android or iOS and let us know what you think about our picks. Your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast tune TuneIn, Podsale, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, hi, is ready to comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. You know, like bake the book
3: set up on absolute degeneracy.com. Uh, We give away all this stuff for free. We should really be charging for this app if you think about it. Where else do you go and can you take fantasy football advice, take it out into the world, pick the players we recommend, and actually win money and you don't have to pay for it? And as Max said, a couple ways you can help us now. One, you can buy a t-shirt, buy a sweatshirt. I have a Moneyline Mafia and every a sweatshirt, and every time I wear it, I get some compliments. So if you're looking for some compliments, you're feeling down about yourself, go buy yourself a, Mo- a Moneyline Mafia t- uh, sweatshirt. That'll change. The other way now, as you mentioned, is go to my bookie, uh, open up an account there, and, and bet some of the stuff we're telling you. Make sure you put Absolute in, in in the code. But my favorite way for you to help us is to make sure you bring more people to the show. We help you find money. We help you get laid. What more do you want from us? Tell them about us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however it is you communicate. Because friends don't let friends bet without us For Panther, I know you're in the middle of nowhere driving uh, across the great plains of the United States. So take us home.
2: I actually parked it to wrap up this show. It's about breakfast time, but I, I got to tell you, um, when the three of us before Rich came along, the three of us started this thing. We we didn't know what would happen, so uh, might not be a big deal to you guys. I'm super excited. We picked up a sponsor in my bookie, so that it, this this is a big deal to us. Even though we might not be a big deal in the whole scheme of things, but I, I'm super excited. We're just making things happen and having fun, and hope you guys enjoy it. But um, you guys know the deal. We're jumping on the website. We're jumping on the app. And I want you to just let me know what you did yesterday. Hopefully, you're on those Dodgers. Let me know what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let all make some money, fools.
3: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations.